right, everybody. Uh, how you fuckers doing? Welcome to the show. Thanks for sticking around. The uh, 14 and a half of you that uh, that still listen on a regular basis. No, it's probably more like 16 and a half. Anyway, uh, before we get started, as always, I have to uh, mention a huge shout out to our sponsor, GorseNexus.com. Please feel free to check out all the good services and awesome people. You can find us on there, too, as well as our friend Jeremiah Harding that was on last week. And uh, our friend Sal Mayweather, Dag, is on there, one of our uh, guests that's been on in the past. Please check them out at GorseNexus.com. So today, we have a really special guest. I've been excited about this since him and I first started chatting, okay? Uh, he comes from a different tradition in, uh, in anarchism, and he's going, to, uh, he's going to chat with us about his experience. Uh, please, everybody, welcome Anthony to the show. Anthony, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, no worries, man. All right, so... Let's uh, let's get into it straight away, if you wouldn't mind. Why don't you tell us about you know, like yourself and your political journey to where you are to this very day, if you please. Um, oh shit, man. Basically, uh, I started out as a conservative, like very strong off right views uh, against everything degenerate that people would call it on the right wing. Uh, I even was about to become a cop, and I was really wanting to become a cop because I was always interested in stopping sex trafficking. Um, I learned when I was on a ride along that it was not about saving your community or protecting it whatsoever. That's when I learned it was all about money. I was on a ride along with this guy and he was doing the same shit. He was on a decoy account about to catch a pedophile. And I was excited. Like I was, you know, I was pumped, you know, I was fucking feeling it, dude. I, I couldn't wait to catch a pedophile and see this guy going puffs. He's a piece of shit. But, um, you know, it, his boss called him, and it, it sickens me to this day when I hear it. Hey, stop what you're doing right now. Sit at a traffic median and catch some car speeding. And he's like, well, I'm about to make a catch. Well, state doesn't make money on catches. And that's when I really wanted to research what the fuck I was really doing. And that's when I started turning to libertarianism. After I came out of bootlickerism, I call it, but Republican. <laughs> and then after libertarianism, I became an ANCAP. And, you know, I was really an ANCAP for a little bit, a few months. I started reading leftist literature because I wanted to gain knowledge on communism because I really didn't truthfully know about it. It all started me trying to read books to further strongly enforce my points. And it turned to me turning into one. And when you read five communism books or even seven for that matter, you start to realize, holy shit, this isn't as bad as I think, you know. And when you read seven books, you have all this knowledge that you want to use and that you were so wrong about in the past. And it's kind of just crazy. And uh, I became an anarcho-communist. And now that I'm reverting out of it and become an egoist, that's probably where I'm going to stand for good. I feel counter-economics is just far more superior than any other capitalism, state socialism, communism. Counter-economics and mutual aid is the way to go. It's true anarchy. Everyone gets to say on what they want to do, and you're not enforcing anybody to do anything against their will. Oh, that's awesome. That's a that's a tremendous journey. It's it's always interesting to hear how people make it where they started on the authoritarian side of the spectrum and then gravitate towards one side or the other or the middle or what have you. But I want to ask you this uh, for our audience and also for us, please, since you have experience uh, being on uh, the uh, the bottom left of the quadrant, you know, like anarcho-communist versus authoritarian communist. Can you explain the difference as you see it for the listeners? 
Uh, basically, these two ideologies get so mixed up. They hear communism, they automatically put two and two together that it's authoritarian from the writ. Uh, it's just complete dictatorship, no matter how you explain it. So how you have to go around explaining it is that you have to learn how to talk to these people. You have to talk to these people like they're five. Not to be a dick, but you have to, unless they're going to get these all crazy things in their mind. Because all, when you're in school, when you're in public school, you're taught the red scare. You're taught communism is bad. This is this. And I'm not going to lie. Authoritarianism and communism are awful. Uh, we look at all these countries today that they've had authoritarian, quote unquote, communism, all these debts that came around. And then you look at it and you know, what we do, U.S. imperialism. We also help with those debts, just like how we put Castro on power. You know, I mean, it's all a two and two that we help them. And it's all just over death involving power and money. That's all it is. It's the same thing as off the right, but except they don't hide it. <laughs> it's a lot different. We hide it in America. Uh, you don't know that we have concentration camps, uh, that we have work camps, that we have still have slavery due to the 13th Amendment, by the way. Mm -hmm. But authoritarian communists, they have all that shit. And it's out in the open. You're told about it. But here it's more hidden. So it's the same thing. But libertarian communism, uh, lib left, I guess I could say, is uh, basically everyone is in a commune. It's, you know, very peaceful. I should, I'd probably number around 2,000 per community. And you guys develop more communities and each community trades with each other. One farms, one does this, one does that. And it's very peaceful. If you don't want to be a part of it, no problem. Go, go live somewhere else. It's no one's forcing you against your will. It's literally communism. You have a community and everyone has a specific role. Not everybody's the same, but everybody's treated with a respect. You know what I mean? Not everyone's the same because we're not robots. And that's what a lot of people get confused as well. And when you have these trade networks between communes, it becomes very easy if you think about it. Like one does farming, one does this, one does fishing, one does hunting, and one makes thread and clothes and whatnot and everyone can trade and if you don't want to be a part of it that is it you know you just do what you want and that's that's the difference between that i believe all right excellent uh i i, th I think what you covered uh, also you know the question i had about the misconceptions about anarcho-communism and then when you compare it to authoritarian communism and what's interesting about that is you also talk about something that i wanted to ask you about uh, later on but voluntary action because I think a lot of us, when I, I think it depends on how you're introduced to anarchism. I came in through the bottom right side of the quadrant. Okay. I, I, I started out as a kid. I was a Marxist when I was a young man, when I was in high school. And then I moved to the center. Then I moved to being a conservative Republican. Then I moved to a libertarian. And then I just dropped down. And I'm an agorist now, but like, you know, you flirt with the ANCAPs for a little bit and then you eventually move your way out of that, or maybe some of them are still there, but whatever. Um, but it's interesting to see how that works for people. And also to you know, see that this is a, a giant misconception that I heard other anarchists talking about the people on the left side and I bought it. And I've apologized for that, at least for the last two and a, two shows, three shows that we've done because that was ignorant on my behalf. And I have to give credit to the boss over there because she's like, you can't just keep talking to the same kind of people. Like you gotta, you gotta listen to everybody. And she's absolutely right. So I think you covered a lot of ground with that. So let me, let me shift it a little bit. 
who are your biggest influences? Like who were the, the, the individuals, the writers uh, that, that, that really pushed you in the direction that you were, that really resonated with you as soon as you started to uh, consume their material? Well, the first communist book I read, um, I wanted to get into it with the communist manifesto. Everyone recommends that as your first book. It's mm -hmm. short. It's an easy read. It takes you. It took me a couple hours. That's it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's only 48 pages. Um, when I was reading it, they were discussing dictatorship of the proletariat. And I was like, that doesn't make much sense. You know, you're trying to enforce a uh, quote unquote, a freedom ideology uh, for a community, but yet you have a dictatorship of the proletariat. And how is that going to disappear after the revolution? I don't think it's just going to magically poof away. You're just making another state, right? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to keep reading and I found some anarchists that were communists and I came across Peter Kropotkin. That guy is awesome. I still enjoy reading him. Um, he's I, what's the best way to put it he's just magical with his words this dude explains everything that you need to know about anarcho-communism how it would work and why he, it will work and why everyone prefers it that you know reads his stuff he's just amazing guy i read him i and that's it like once i found kropotkin that is all i read um i tried to read a lenin book didn't enjoy it too much to be honest with you <laughs> i actually stopped reading it for that matter um but yeah i just kept going for fucking he was a great guy uh read all most of his books for that matter and he's just awesome uh he explained on why you need a commune instead of industrial communism he explained ecological disaster he explained why the state sucks power from everybody and that is it i mean he's just a awesome guy excellent uh that's a great uh he's he's one of those titans of of this in the school of anarchism i think for everybody and by the way a uh, shameless plug for somebody who's never going to listen to this anyways michael malice if you guys haven't picked it up yet pick up the anarchist handbook it's tremendous one of my favorite uh authors is in there and that's uh michael bakunin uh who who did a tremendous job uh, arguing with marx he was marx's arch nemesis as a matter of fact i recommend that to everybody you'll find many excellent titans of liberty that are in that book uh, let me ask you about this. What are your opinions or what's your feeling? What are your feelings rather on anarcho coalitionism or like the unity of the bottom quadrant? How do you feel about that? Do you think it's achievable? Um, you know, are there any elements that make you uncomfortable? Uh, when I first started on my Instagram journey, I was very pro libertarian unity. I believed in the whole bottom side could unite without a problem. Uh, and then when I, you know, got into the meat and potatoes of my instagram before it got banned which by the way it had 4k it's disappointing but um i realized ancaps were very toxic right and i used to be an ancap too and i remember being very toxic to the left side i remember saying you're an idiot <laughs> flat out and i would not elaborate i would just say you're an idiot to a communist or i call him a commie and call it a day and they're just very toxic people. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, we could be toxic, too. Sometimes we call them idiots just for being capitalists. It's just an ongoing war over economics. It's really stupid, in my opinion, if you really want to ask me. Meanwhile, you have a state still exploiting us every single day. And we both hate the state, yet we can't get that through our heads. 
And there's going to be people who are, no, my ideology is better than yours. No, my ideology is better than his. And it's just going to go in a straight circle. And it's just, I don't know, it's just awful, man. Like, I believed in it at first, but now looking at reality, because you got to take the reality pill sometime, I don't think it's doable. But to a degree, it could be doable. Everyone has to, you know, go their separate ways if it even does happen. And I believe if everyone goes their separate ways, they can do their stuff. They can do their stuff. It can kind of be like groups of segregation, which is shouldn't be the case. But I, that's the only way I see it working. I don't see uh, ANCAP and ANCOM working together in a common. I just don't see it, man. The, the economics and the ideology differences aren't there. All right. Fair enough. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brian, please. Ideally, they wouldn't even have to be forced to be in the same system, but it's like then you get into the whole area where it's like, are people capable of moving themselves away from proximity with those other people that they don't want to associate with? Or are they going to try to fight? So then that's like the biggest problem because it's like, yeah, like to a certain degree, I really think by forming communities, it's like, yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. But it's like, if you don't want people to associate forcefully remove them or going to find a way to coexist and then that determines the level to which you are able to operate as a community i fully agree with that like me personally me uh, actually us five people would actually probably be good with you know just going our separate way without any problems but you have to look at the reality of other people and how they act uh some of them are still childs that never got a beaten when they were a kid never got told hey this isn't right um, not that it's uh, that good to hit your child. It's not, but some of them were never taught anything and they're just rude. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just, they have no mindfulness at all for other people. And I do believe anarchy is achievable, but I believe there will still be bullshit arguments and bullshit beef going on. It's not going to change. Just like I say to people that, Oh, well, this will still happen. Just like status or oh, shootings are going to, yeah. I mean, no society is ever going to be perfect i don't know what the fuck you expect but (laughs) no society will ever be perfect Mm -mm. i mean there is shit that you're gonna have to live with and you're like well you can't do that well do you think being extorted by a state through death and incarceration is better you don't even own your own house you have to pay property taxes Mm -hmm. and you're like well yes they actually love the state they actually yeah it's fine to be extorted i I don't know man it's the water (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's a good point. Frogs gay. Yeah, I was talking to one, I was <laughs> I was talking to one of my friends I had to, today. You said it's in the water. I, I had, it had to be done. Funny. It had to be done. I uh, I was talking to one of my friends today, and she lives in a, a in a separate county from where I currently reside. And she was telling me how she got a letter in the mail, how they're going to re- be repaving her street and how she owed $320. And I'm like, yeah, that's how it works in your county. She's like, but I pay my taxes and my property taxes. What are they doing with that money? And I'm like, welcome <laughs> to the real world. You know what I mean? Like, this is what happens. Like the government takes your money, they mm-hmm. steal your money, and then they use it however they like. And then they tell you you have to pay more. That's how it works. Oh, the I think it comes across as too sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead anthony sorry oh no no worries sorry, you didn't yeah. cut me off i finished <laughs> i literally said they, just said they the bomb kids yeah, they <laughs> that's the right kids. yeah yeah they do they certainly don't yeah. our favorite example on the show about how <laughs> your tax dollars are being spent 
is how the lady on Etsy who threw the Molotov at the police car, they actually like did all the research to find what kind of T-shirt she had, went on Etsy to find who the seller was so that they could pin her ass. But they can't find any fucking kids that are being smuggled to these rich fucks who like to rape them. Can't know. That's too much because they're the ones doing it. There's that. As soon as you destroy a piggy's property, oh, you're gonna get you're gonna get caught. This is true, have, man. Yeah, Good old they don't work for the people. And no. then you wonder why they can't find their laptop when it gets stolen because they don't work for you. They don't give a fuck about you. No, that's one hundred percent true, man. That's that's one of those unifying qualities I think that uh, that 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 actually bring us all together, at least under the black flag, is like that's supposed to be one of them, along with not participating in voting in stupid fraudulent elections. But apparently, some people on the right side of the quadrant like to involve themselves in politics and vote for masters, which I. I can't even begin with like I there was a friend, a mutual friend of ours that was attacked by another individual because he got called out on voting for somebody saying, well, you know what, if you know, it's almost like a form of incrementalism where, you know, oh, listen, if we can reduce penalties for drug use or something like that, for example, uh, then uh, then it's OK to jump in there and participate. And it's like, well, well, no, no, it's not because it's adding legitimacy to the existing laws that are already there. Mm-hmm. You can't that you're not helping anybody by doing that. You're just legitimizing the, the yeah. OK, so you got one inch back and they still took back 500 miles like you're still it's you're still losing the game. It doesn't matter. Well, I don't think you can ever win when they're so like under the current system, like all of these laws. It's like at, you know, at work, you have to create another spreadsheet. And sooner or later, you have a shit ton of spreadsheets and you're like, who the fuck is managing this data? <laughs> Who the fuck is managing all of all of that data in the laws? Like there there has nobody's managing it. It's just another spreadsheet that nobody manages. That's God, how it goes straight up to God. <laughs> a lot of you talk about the right wing doing this, but a lot of lib lefts are responsible too. Is this something y'all personally don't see like I did? Uh, when I was an Ancom, I was associated with a lot of Ancoms. And, you know, a lot of them still want Bernie to come in off. I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So you're not for having any millionaires, but yet this guy's a millionaire, owns four houses, has multiple supercars, yet you're fucking voting for him. Yet your complete ideology is the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, well, you need to vote for people and you need to weaken. You're not weakening shit. You're actually strengthening it. Yeah. Uh, By Like you said, you go an inch and then take back 500 miles. You're going to lose the game. Like he said, that's exactly right. And I don't know why you vote for anybody. I mean, they're all the same. They're still going to bomb kids. They're still going to build borders and put kids in fucking cages. I mean, come on now. Obama did it. Trump did it. Biden's doing it. Everybody's doing it. They don't give a fuck. No, If they can't make you think that they're right for doing it, they'll just make sure you don't find out about it. Oh, of course. Or they'll try really hard to make sure you don't find out about it. Or they'll make other names for it, like overflow facilities, like we've been saying. God. Yeah. I shouldn't be laughing at that, but it, I, it's so absurd. No, it's actually yeah, the absurdity of it. Yeah, yeah. it's that, it's that, unbelievable. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And then watch people flip and change. Like they 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 railed against it until their guy got into office. Now it's not a problem. Yeah. And the hypocrisy is is so rich. I mean, it's a chef's kiss of hypocrisy it's wonderful it's um it's well, a big shit sandwich that's exactly right well, what i call the uh two-party system is the civilian civil war 
you have these people fighting because they like this guy and they like that guy. They're mm-hmm. both trash, but people can't figure that out. So they think one is trash and one's the good guy, even though it's not true. So as soon as their guy gets in power, they don't give a shit. As long as they can oppress the other side with their rules and regulations, even though it's all the fucking same, they are the happiest people in the world. As soon as it flips, same thing. They're the happiest people in the world. And it's literally a civilian civil war to turn each other against everyone. I, I mean, I've never seen something so funny where people are fighting over two tyrants that hate them both, right? <laughs> and they come in the office and they're doing the same thing the previous guy did, yet right, they the can't figure it out. Same yep. <laughs> I don't wild. know. Like, and the funny thing is, people's uh, Republicans call Obama a gun thief, yet Ronald Reagan banned automatic weapons that's right Trump actually implemented trump actually implemented more gun control than obama even thought about yep yet the bump bans yeah yeah and then you had the primer shortage that he tried he raided multiple ar uh company warehouses assault rifle even though it's not ar but i'm gonna call it assault rifle for newbies out there he raided an uh, assault rifle company that builds their rifles he took all their ammo took all their gun parts of course the atf did it uh, I don't know if they shot any dogs while they were in there, but you know they took. There a were lot dogs of in there. They were they looking. <laughs> Probably. <Right. laughs> There's any dogs? They bring a guy specifically for that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna find that. Fu- hey, they got to keep that quota: twenty-five dogs a day, and that's what the Justice Department is willing. Oh, to I thought do. it was twenty. It's even more than I thought. Yeah. Yes, it's higher. I heard. Yeah. I heard they bring their own just in case they need to dispatch one. Oh Jesus in case Christ! There wasn't one on site. <laughs> Did y'all see that asshole in, uh, I think it was Texas or Oregon, either one of those two states. He grabbed the leash of his German Shepherd service dog and yanked him and picked him up by the leash. I was like, dude, what? No, I didn't see that. I was terrible. I was pissed. No, that's not animal Pedophiles and animal abusers are on my list. Like, both of them are the same, in my opinion. They're fucking pieces of shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, we yeah, we agree. They're 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 of the same ilk. They're people that take. Oh yeah, they both have mental deficiencies. That, that, that they can have power over. That's right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, we're we're not fans of them either. In fact, uh, no. we've so talked you extensively <laughs> on the uh, the non-aggression principle and how it has its limitations. And my biggest one is, of course, people who like to hurt kids. Uh, that's uh, you're you're you know, we're gonna tie you to a tree and you know in Minecraft and do stuff that's gonna make sure you're never gonna do that again to anybody. Um, you'll, you'll never log into that server ever again. That's right. You are banned permanently off the island. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's funny. Speaking of off the island, uh, a friend of ours, uh, Jer- uh, Jeremiah Harding, was on the show last week, and there was a tweet that went out the other day. Where talk the the conversation was about you know like you know the memes that are going around for the the Fast and Furious you know about family or what have you and it had all of the uh, the Anarchy Ball characters so you had the Ancom one you had the transhumanist one you had all of them right and then they were like you know we might not get along with each other but we're all family you know and uh, (laughs) somebody immediately says no 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 the the Ancoms have got to go immediately. And Jeremiah jumped right in there and he was like, wait a second here. You, you know, you're against authoritarianism, but that right there Mm -hmm. is an authoritarian behavior. And he's absolutely right. No matter how anybody feels about it, there's a right and wrong to that. And that's the wrong position to take when you immediately are like, no, no, no. 
you know, he's not saying you have to associate with them. Again, this is a free association question, right? Like we can hang out in different areas and trade and do shit. We don't have to live in the same spot. But to automatically dismiss, now that's how I feel about pedophiles. We're like, hey, listen, you know, no, no, no. They're off the island. The rest of you fuckers are welcome to stay and do what you like. But, you know, that right there was a good indication that I think that those of us, at least I can't speak for everybody, but for me, I had that. I can't hang out with people who take that direction anymore. I just can't do it anymore. I don't know how you you know what I mean? It's just you can't associate with people who have that, you know, it's got to be my way or no way. Well, your way doesn't have to necessarily work for everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. So we must have a tolerance for that's literally Nazism to a degree. Yeah, to a degree. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's textbook authoritarianism, let's call it, I guess. So, yep. um, I want to ask you about this ideal community size. How do you feel like I think Hans Hermann Hopp is the one who said that like 150 is the ideal community size. Well, how do you feel about the community size in your mind that would work best and specifically dealing with the issue of free riding because free riding is going to be a human element, no matter what community you're in. So to try best to avoid it, I guess you could say how I mean, what do you feel in at least in your opinion would be the ideal community size, let's say, in this post state world that we're talking about hypothetically. Man, um. I must, if he said 150, I must be having big dreams here because I said anywhere from 750 to 2000 um, because I keep an account on emergencies. Um, God forbid anyone gets sick and whatnot. You have to have, I mean, you have to have some security, right? I would say at least 200 of them are hunters and security that defend the place. You know what I mean? To make sure nothing goes sour and everyone needs to be armed. Everyone needs that security, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I also believe another 100 of them should go out gathering supplies and we also have people that are working I believe that you need more than 150 now I could be wrong but 750 to 2000 seems like a good number right you can make rice crops to feed everybody mutual aid everyone brings community together everyone knows each other to an extent you know no one's really a stranger now you're fucking your cousin two generations down the line you know what i mean right i'm not even trying i'm not even trying to be funny with that like i'm serious like i think 150 is not enough because i mean eventually people are gonna be fucking family members whether they like it or not <laughs> yeah. Eventually. yeah okay fair eventually enough. it'll be alabama mark two <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough that's a that's a good point that i didn't even consider really <laughs> that was good i like that so let me ask you about this uh, on this show, specifically with myself, I know Christopher is in the same boat. How I try to introduce people to anarchism is I immediately look at the police. And I and just what we talked about before, I know that some of our most loyal listeners are like, here he goes again. You're right. Here I go again. Uh, the police kill 25 dogs a day on average, and that's what the Justice Department is willing to admit to. And that, unfortunately, if I told you they killed 25 people a day, some of these people, these really hardcore statists, will, will start making excuses. Not that they don't do it for the killing of dogs, but, the, they should, but they'll start they making just followed orders. Yeah, they should have just complied or something like that. Why didn't they just comply? Yeah. Right. That's, well, what, that's what the Nazis said, but we know how that went. Right, right. right. That didn't matter. And they right. actually had an excuse. I, like, I will give the Nazis this. If they did not comply, they were dead. I will give them that. I mean, 
most people would actually go against their morals if they were faced with death. Now, police officers aren't. There is no fucking tie at all. You can just go in and quit, right? You're just a bitch that has no morals that has to have a little, you know, sheepdog bossing you around. That's what you are. That's a fair point. You are extorting your community members. You are harassing your community that you grew up in. You are a traitor. You're a traitor. It didn't didn't even take them putting a head to get you to do it. You were convinced it was the right thing to do. Yep, and I and I will be fully responsible. When I was about to become a cop, I felt like it was the right thing to do. But when I saw it wasn't, and I was given that opportunity to look at that moment, hey, we don't care. Pedof- uh, catching pedophiles doesn't profit the state. I was shocked. I was so disgusted and confused. I was like, wait, what? I, I, I thought this is what the good guys were doing. But I was wrong. And I'm glad it happened. I'm glad because... If it didn't happen, I'd probably be a cop today. I'd probably still be a conservative. Well said. So what do you feel like if you if you had a regular, like an average voter, let's say, uh, whether it be, uh, you know, a Democrat or Republican or even an independent, somebody who was just, you know, like you wanted to give them an introduction to anarchism, what would be the route that you would take that you think would at least plant the seed, uh, like the revolutionary seed in their mind? What would you, what avenue? Oh, man. Y'all are going to be proud of me. I've converted over a hundred people. Nice work. So I'm pretty good at it. I would say most of them were Republicans, right? Here's my thing with Democrats and Republicans. See, you have two different kinds of people, right? Both presidential candidates do the exact same fucking thing each and each day and night and day. There's no night. It's the same fucking thing. Uh, it's just black it's just a, a flat black that's just the same the whole way right but when they're a candidate they are saying different things one party is saying this one party is saying that so what i really get republicans on is guns right i always get them on guns i was like hey man are you pro second amendment they always oh yeah 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 Okay, do you support Ronald Reagan? Most of them say yes, and that's sad because they don't know nope. that he actually banned automatic weapons. You <laughs> yeah, have to right. tell them that. Then they look it up and they find out it's true. And they're like, holy shit. <laughs> what was I supporting? And I tell them to search up Trump primer shortage, Trump bump stock ban, because most conservatives still to this day don't even know about the bump stocks. They don't know about it. Mm-hmm. And, or they'll make excuses. Well, yo, you, do, you don't need a bump. So you shouldn't be banning any gun attachments, no types of ammo, nope. period. You're making millions of people felons that have done nothing wrong. They haven't hurt a damn soul. They haven't even hurt a fly. Yeah, you just made them a fucking felon. Right? It makes yeah. no sense. So when I start telling them that, they're like, hold up, man. I mean, you're right. And they always do their research, too. They don't want to just randomly believe me. And a lot of them rightfully look it up and i don't blame them i mean you don't want to be told something wrong sure. you, know, you know what you're right man what do we do about it and i tell them in going into libertarianism slash anarchism and same thing really to a degree mm-hmm. and i tell them look man all all these people that you vote for are the same libertarian republican democrat they're all the same whether you like it or not uh reality has to set in and be like it's only up to us to have our free society and I was like, you want your kids to live in this shit right now? No, no, not at all. And most of them actually understand. 
And I always go on their moral justice. I'm like, do you want your kids to live in this? How do you feel that you support this? And I give them education pieces as time goes on. I let them look stuff up so they just don't randomly believe me. And a lot of the times it works. They're like, wow, man. Then they become a libertarian and then they go deep. And you watch it too. You watch their journey as they go. (laughs) I've seen a guy go from conservative all the way to a fucking Anthem. And I've watched it all in the span of two months. And it's great. Wow. It's great because now he's pro-gun. He used to hate gay people. He is now lovely of gay people. He used to be that guy where if you were gay, he would actually uh, literally just spit in your face. He was that kind of guy. He was oh, just wow. a douchebag. But he likes gay people now. He He's sorry for it. He realized he was a douchebag. And he realized to be a libertarian, you can't force anything on anybody. If it ain't hurt nobody, mind your business. Go on. Go the fuck on. Absolutely. And But yet, when he was a conservative, he couldn't get that through his head. And I watched it all in the span of two months. It was amazing. That is truly exceptional. And the guns is a good angle. You know, I uh, I, th- I think that we've said it on the show several times that I, I feel that uh, the my position on gun control is that I should be able to go to Walmart right now and buy a fully automatic M60 without a background check. And I don't consider, consider that to be right. a revolutionary position at all. In 2030, yeah. we should go to a convenience store called the ATF, get our tacos, yes. get a box of ammo, you know, get all <laughs> yeah. our good shit. Alcohol, tobacco, fire. You should be buying a fucking 40 ounce, right? You should be buying a fucking big Cuban cigar. Yes. Walking out with a fucking Barrett 50 Cal. This already sounds like They let lovely. people buy cars every day. And it's like they'll give cars to anybody, whether they have terrible credit or not. It's like, is that a trustworthy person that you would trust a gun? I like how we have Why are you debt. trusting we have a fucking country that's like, $28 trillion in debt? Well, also, yeah, that's a whole other. There's So what I was thinking. <laughs> Uh, like legalization of slavery through the third regardless of what political party the politician you choose to support is on it's like you have somebody who's up to this point if we're just looking at raw data it seems like their entire job is to find a way to take every person that is currently breaking the law and have them turn out a product for capitalism or if you can make millions of people felons overnight by banning certain pieces of equipment that millions of all you need now is some other bullshit reason to pull them over, to go into their house, to whatever, see if they have that stuff. They didn't do anything. And then now you're like, bam, I just got basically a free working slave for the next 25 years or whatever. And it's like, have to pay taxes. They don't vote, don't get to vote. So even if your whole basis is purely off of the origin of America, taxation, representation you should be throwing a revolution right now i don't know why you're not if you're going off of tax rate we're getting taxed way harder than we did ever under the british and it's like if you're all about why are we not at war right now and then it comes back into the other stuff like what are they spending the money on that they're earning off of these prisons that they're injecting people into it's not finding pedophiles and missing children or protecting and serving the community so it's like it's really hard to get a lot of people on with that line of thought because to somebody that's a diehard conservative who loves Ronald Reagan today, gonna be, there's absolutely no way that could ever be possible because that would mean that so many don't want to believe in right now are actually true. And it's like, how do you get somebody to handle that and still be willing to come out the other side and live in society if they are that that is a possibility with the society that they're living in? 
I agree. Hey, I'm sorry if I cut you off. You get your voice is going in and out. I'm sorry if I did cut you off at all. Is your voice going in and out? And I oh, thought no, you were you're done. okay. Yeah, your internet's like really, really no, crappy right now. Connection spotty. I don't know why. I pay for like decent internet. <laughs> well, and that gets. Go ahead. Like, so, I think stuff like that, people either aren't aware of that at all, and they're just like, "Yep, yeah, this reality, the blue pill that I've taken without it. This is just what reality is." But then you get people that get red pilled once, for, and then they go through that whole line of thinking, like, "Oh my god." Like, and then they are so insecure with that and like how that the fact that they can't find a way to cope with any of this stuff. And then they look at other people that are finding a way to cope with it and they're like, well, I can't do that. And I don't want to be away from them. So it's like this source of insecurity where it's like, I'm going to drag everybody down around me because it's like, I'm too afraid to like, even try to find a way to get through this on my own. What everybody else is doing, it's clearly possible, but it, it helps to have people around. And that's where you get into the community aspect of things. But then it's so hard to organize that because it's like, yeah, if everyone is to be here willingly, it doesn't matter how badly you want to stick around or get away. If they want to be there, they're going to be find a way to deal with that peacefully. And that's like when you're an insecure person who doesn't even know who they truly are. And that's like everybody's so huge about identity politics, but they don't even know who they truly are. And I think that's a huge ironic piece. But then they're able to sell you on that and then polarize you and then vote for two people that are essentially the same. Mm-hmm. If nope. voting even matters, <laughs> like, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it's it a good point though. It was a good point because people actually do this shit. They don't know what them what they are themselves, yet they vote for these tyrants that do the exact same thing. That was exactly right. It was well said. Yeah, yeah, I think it was well said too. So let me ask you this: We're gonna change. We're gonna change gears here. We're gonna get a little less serious. Okay, a little less serious because this is, you know, we're a bunch of fucking crazy people. So, you know, we want to get to oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're in good company. So let me ask you this. These are the final questions that I had for you. What do you regard as the lowest depth of misery? <laughs> lowest depth of mystery. Oh, shit. Um, I would actually say believing in covid that it's actually this deadly of a virus wearing a mask even though you're vaccinated already still <laughs> social distancing after a year and a half advocating for gun control and still supporting a guy that's bombing kids and killing his own people that threatened to nuke his own civilization twice so <laughs> i would say being liberal Oh my gosh, man! I, now I've been dragged into the misery too. Now I feel yeah, I, very I upset. Say, God, Fuck, we're it. all miserable. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> but we're all laughing about it. Well, <laughs> right. you got to laugh at the absurdity of it, man. Um, I know. It's yeah. It's it's the exactly. it's not absurd. Absurdity it's, and... it's sad. It is very sad. Okay. Right. All right. Go ahead, Chris. Huh? No, go ahead. If you did, you have something else. I didn't know. If no, I no, you off. no, no. Okay. All right. So, okay. So, everybody, stay miserable. We're gonna so shift many, gears. Some yeah. <laughs> get stuck in the sadness. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna embrace the sadness. So, with that in mind, embrace the suck, man. It'll embrace the suck. What is your ideal place to live, Anthony? If you had the means, and you know you're able to go, where, where would be the ideal place for you uh, to uh, you know put your stakes down and you know. Hang out. Oh, shit, man. That's tough, man. I live in Florida, so there's a lot of beautiful places, but the humidity, 
in the heat, it gets up to like 120 feel sometimes. Oh, I bet. So it's just extremely hot, and you don't have three gallons of water on you that day. You're fucked. <laughs> so let's uh, let's go a little up north here. Tennessee's a nice spot. I love Tennessee. I've been up there a couple times. I went in a couple of forests, and you know, with the mountains and all the greenery you have in that area, very beautiful place. Or there's a little far. Oregon, Pacific Northwest, go out in the woods, never be fucked with ever again. Those pine trees and evergreens, wherever the fuck they're called, they're just absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that sounds like a great idea to me. Mm-hmm. Sure does. Nowhere and to just not be fucked with. And who knows? Society could have already burnt down around me and I'd never know the fucking nope. difference. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah. very true. That's well, true. Joe Biden nuked Portland. Yeah, yeah. you'd know. Well, yeah, well, you might not know because he's vaporized in an instant. So, <laughs> like, what's that bright light in the sky? Oh Christ! God damn it! <laughs> well, shit. Oh man. So let me ask you this: this, these, these are two more. Uh, the next three are pretty good. Okay, so not two. We have three. We have three left. So these are really good ones. Fictional heroes. Do you have a top three or a top five? Maybe fictional heroes. I'm gonna sound stupid. <laughs> it's fictional fake, right? And it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't feel bad. I do the same it's thing okay. all the time. I always ask, uh, like, I'm like, fiction is fake and nonfiction is real, right? And, right, and, exactly. and he's always like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm just making sure because my brain tricks me. You are not alone in that. Don't feel bad. All right, cool. But you want to be certain Five about what you're answering. Characters. So that shows. Right. Yeah. Five fictional characters. Oh, shit, man. That is tough. Well,. <laughs> Uh, when I was younger, mm-hmm. uh, like 15, 16, it was definitely Stan Smith from American Dad. All right. <laughs> <laughs> CIA douchebag back in the day. That's uh, awesome. Definitely enjoyed him. Uh, and then as I started aging a little more, uh, I became Captain America when I became a libertarian to save people from stupidity. And I realized I was stupid myself, <laughs> ironically. <laughs> and then uh, moving on. I had an anime phase when I was 17, so be Kakashi. Now, I'm not too much in the fake shit no more, to be honest with you. I haven't had a fictional character or influence in a long time, man. Okay. I think about it. So I, I guess I can only name three for you. I'm sorry. That's okay. We said three was three was the minimum, and you met the minimum standard, so don't worry about that. That is a tough one when you get older because you're like, God, you're like if I was going to be an asshole, I'd be like Moses, Jesus, and Muhammad. Those are my three favorite fictional oh, fucking characters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong show. Wrong time to do that. We'll save that for when it matters. Um, <laughs> and I don't even think that they're that fictional, but, I mean, it's still going to piss somebody off, so whatever. Oh, cool. um, let me ask you this. Who are your favorite historical characters regardless of ideological bent? This can be anybody. Favorite character? Anyone of all time, really. Yes. What trying to say. Anytime. Oh, shit, man. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get some flack on this. As much as I think he's a shitty writer because I dropped his book in the middle of it because he's just shit. But he did a lot of good things, I think. Vladimir Lenin. Okay. For sure. He, his literacy rates were through the roof. Everyone was fed for the most part. And a lot of people were taken care of. His army was extremely strong. 
and yet they were the ones to defeat the Nazis. Red Army, they're the ones that put that Red Army flag on top of that Reich. And defeating Nazis is amazing. Right. Uh, another one I got is health actually. Holy shit, I don't think about this a lot. I really don't think about this a lot. I was not expecting all this. <laughs> That's okay. Anybody, anybody will do, man. I mean, how about uh, we'll throw Kropotkin up there. He's got to be up there for you. Oh, for sure. Um, he's a great writer. Uh, he really set the paving stone for getting me into anarcho-communism, for sure. Made it make sense. Because uh, I was a little right-winged at the time. And definitely made a lot more sense to me on how he put things. And it, how it didn't really wouldn't require a DOTP, which I don't know how the fuck that will magically disappear. Third one, uh, I'll have to go with kind of Mr. Hoppian over here. As much as I, I don't like the ideology, it's almost Nazi-ish, but the way he wanted to present things and for a community was great. I like that, and that's really it. That's getting really hard because I don't think about this a lot. Mm-hmm. No, that's pretty good. That's pretty, the fact that you could, that you know, like I said, despite ideological bent, you know, someone who might be, you know, on the complete opposite side of the spectrum for you to cite, at least cite him. I mean, that's I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that if that's you, very cool. Right. Um, if you look into someone's heart at the end of the day, no matter if they're authoritarian, libertarian, whether they're an extremist or not, everyone has love in their heart at the end of the day. Everyone goes home or thinks about someone they love every single day and how they would give them the world. Sometimes they would help random people to show it. Sometimes they give it to their family members to show it. I, I think most people in this world have a good heart. Their brain is just a little all wonky. That's what I think. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. We will, we will accept that. <laughs> um, and finally, this one's a fun one. And uh, I'm sure that Paul B. from B-Town, one of our most loyal listeners, uh, he's, he's going to have a lot to say about this one. What historical characters do you despise and would like to have set on fire? <laughs> That's a good question. Oh, this is easy, actually. <laughs> See? Beautiful. Hitler. Okay. All right. Joe Biden. Uh, every president until we get to Abe Lincoln, and then the rest can just be hanged. Because okay. everyone before Lincoln had slaves. After Lincoln was just a tyrant. Maybe Calvin Coolidge could get spared. He wasn't too bad. Okay. That's it. All right. <laughs> All right, and you know, Angel, who do you want to set on fire apart from your homeowners association <laughs> who you've been at war with all day long? Um, you know, I setting them on fire. I like I I I don't know. In, um, in Minecraft. In, yeah, this no, is no, I mean, obviously like, not real. I, I get yeah. angry and say I want to set things on fire, but I've never actually thought about setting a person on fire. So, <laughs> um May I interject real quickly? Yeah. I have a great example for everybody here listening. This actually happened at a McDonald's back in 1996, showing my age. That's when baby boy Brian was born there. Uh, let me tell you what happened at the McDonald's. This is back when you could smoke with cigarettes in the McDonald's and have your French vanilla cappuccino. Smoke with cigarettes, and I did. And uh, there were a couple of assholes that I went to high school with that were harassing me. I don't know why. I wasn't bothering anybody. I said I was like Albert Camus, smoke, you know, chain smoking and drinking coffee at the McDonald's, while minding my own business. 
and they started uh, giving me a hard time. Well, would you know that I carried a Zippo lighter back then? And for you kids that don't know what a Zippo lighter is, you had to put this thing in there that's called lighter fluid. Okay. Perhaps you've seen dads at barbecues that put them on the charcoal in order to ignite it and get the fire going. That's sort of what I'm talking about, but in a small container. And that day, ladies and gentlemen, I had gone to the smoke shop and purchased an entire little container filled with lighter fluid. And I squirted it at this individual on their jacket. And I told them if they didn't stop bothering me, I was going to set them on fire. I was never bothered again after that incident. And all it took was a little bit of lighter fluid. And um, it may or may not be my proudest moment, but I, I, I admit to my crimes and I would do it again if I were bothered while smoking with cigarettes at the fucking McDonald's while I'm having coffee. So, Angel, setting people on fire, I, you know. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I never thought about, like, somebody that I that I hate historically that I would like to set on fire. Um, but, yeah, probably Hitler, I would say. That would probably be on the okay. list. Okay, all right. Um, you it's know, a pretty maybe, standard answer. I mean, yeah, he earned maybe, it. Yeah, um, you know, uh, Mao. Uh, that's a good answer that's um, another good answer po- probably stalin okay all right um stalin is terrible yeah yeah boy was he ever. um probably a lot of the the united states presidents like anthony said you know um yeah that's fair yeah, that's fair yeah. they've earned it believe me any politician usually go ahead chris I, I would like to say that if i could hypothetically set someone on fire in minecraft that you know, a, a, a politician. I would have to say that uh, the isn't is Rumsfeld dead, but Donald Rumsfeld and uh, Dick Cheney are pretty high up on that list. For yeah, me. yeah, yeah. They're they're really awful. So yeah, yeah, those are good choices. Do you have another choice? Because Brian's itching, chomping at the bit. I'm sure to tell me who he wants to set on for. Do you have? I mean, let's think about this. The whole spectrum. Of time, you could set Moses on fire. Oh, uh, the Kim Jong Un and Kim Jong Il and uh, Kim Il Sung. The whole family angel, yeah. huh? Jesus, all of them. Yeah, fuck the, fuck oh. those guys. I told you guys she was in a mood. I, I want him dead. I, want I forgot about them. Dead. I want his house burnt yeah. to the ground. <laughs> Tankies are gonna be mad after this. Yeah, they're not gonna be happy. Sorry, Tankies. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Christopher, do you have anybody else to add to Fire Island and Minecraft? I don't know. I, mean, I think I'd probably have to ponder, and I don't think we have that much time, man. So I'm going to stick with just the Cheney and Rumsfeld. But Those are solid picks. Those know, are still I, I, solid I'm probably picks. Probably in like 20 minutes, I'm going to be like, oh, that's you, and we'll be done recording. Well, and then it if you then need it won't to. Be relevant no. Anymore. No, we'll come back to you. We'll come back to you because we still have to go through Brian and then yours truly. So there is well, time I think still. This is going to be a long list. <laughs> well, hey, let's try to keep it with a page. All right. Because we'd be like, you know, we'd have time, but we don't have that much time, you know. So let's have. Yeah, we don't need a 20 minute monologue from anybody. <laughs> let's let's have your list, Brian. You better not take any money from people that I'm going to burn because I have good ones. So you go ahead. Well, I'm sitting here thinking I'm like, I don't want to burn anybody because I. <sighs> either so it's like that's a that's, that's a big a one right there that's but it's like i understand that it's anybody that's ideologically anybody that would be like anybody yeah okay, you could I'll, say I'll, jesus I'll, Muhammad yeah, like, or whoever but, I don't care. 
no like but no like, i don't have any problems with them problems with like priests or people in like religious position okay. or any like or police officers anybody or teachers basically anybody that uses their position to prey on other people that are lower than them whether okay. it's a shitty teacher that's sure. molesting children or a priest that's molesting children or a cop that's anything molesting children basically all of you can burn and we already kind of talked about that so but people that uh, i'm what's this it was like the jerry sandusky and joe pa that you like mm -hmm. no. oh yeah that's a good one no but it's like dude if that dude knew like anybody that's in that kind of position and knows it's happening and knows this dude's preying on kids it's like all right you're out too sorry you okay. failed the vibe check i don't know like so sorry if that's not a bunch of, i mean that's too many people to get spe specific but there are examples okay all right I, I will. Uh, well, other than that, I'm not going out of my way to burn people. Okay, I, I will. Like, you're trying to that. kill me. Okay, burn or <laughs> to rape children or anything like that. Yeah, those are know? pretty. Yeah, those are pretty standard. I would say. Thanks would for say. taking the moral high ground, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it's there for everybody. It's not. I, I'm going to. <laughs> I am going to avoid the moral high ground, and I am going to take the um, <laughs> the ground that I'm about to take. So, Woodrow Wilson definitely on fire island and minecraft he's okay. got to go gotta go gavriel princip the dude who assassinated archduke franz ferdinand because i blame all of this shit on him and um i would like to say also uh uh, uh lyndon johnson those are my three picks apart from the the mass murders of history which you know i think that's like a standard you know, the Hitlers, the Pol Pots, the Stalins. Sure. Yeah. The entire Kim family of North Korea, you know, sure. But if I wanted to really get specific, like I look at because I mean, again, I was told by Christopher, I can't do a 20 minute monologue. So I can't tell you guys once again why World War One set all this in motion. And Angel, I already upset. know what direction this is going. Yeah. Don't even don't even say the hey, truth do... word. Don't even say it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do a separate episode sometime, even if like I like. We'll dedicate and a whole episode like, we'll to the Treaty of Versailles yeah. if you want yeah. to. That, that town outside of Paris, we'll call it. Um, you mean Versailles? Versailles. Versailles. Yeah. Versailles. Vers that's right. Versailles. Buongiorno. <laughs> <laughs> Arrivederci. Um, so yeah, those are my three picks that uh, that I, are going I, on. I do have another pick. Okay. See, fucking a. Let's Damn, have it. I do actually. It, it, it's another recent one, one but if okay. I had to, to Chris first. Yes, I think it would be rather fitting justice uh, would be David Chipman. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. I forgot about yeah. that. Earning children, that see? That, I, right, I'd that's agree. what I'm saying. There, there. All right, we found our common ground, Brian. Now David you Chipman. Get, it's now just you hard can, to pin down now examples. I'll, I'll, I'll go get your stepladder, and you can climb off your mighty, your mighty steep. <laughs> All right? You I can, think I, can, I think I could jump from just here. just clip-clop okay. out the pasture. <laughs> All right, Brian. What is it? What, what's yours? What, do you have your ex? Do you have another I was one? FDR. That's a solid choice. Uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Um, Harry Truman. Also, like, I don't like. Then we get into like Manhattan Project kind of stuff, and it's like, ah, like these people knew what they were gonna be using it for. So it's like, ah. Yeah. Yeah, you're uh, absolutely right. Yeah, and then you get into the gray area where it's like, well, what about the pilots? Like, what ultimately, what would have happened to them if they said no? I don't think they. At least I hope not, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Go ahead. And then, oh, um, J. Edgar Hoover. 
there's one. That's a solid one. That's a good one. I like stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that. All right, excellent. <laughs> excellent. We've decided who goes on to Fire Island and, and Minecraft, and we have common ground. David Chipman is a murderer. Yeah, in Minecraft, like, yes. 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 In real life. First, like, they uh, they kind of distinguish the in Minecraft saying. The new one that I propose that everybody starts using is in Grand Theft Auto because you can actually do this shit oh. basically with mods. Hey, you know, because in man. Minecraft, they've already deciphered what the fuck we You're mean. right. <laughs> You're right. That's so, uh, <laughs> for uh, long purposes, in Grand Theft Auto, because uh, we got mod packs more on PC, you know. Dude, wink, wink. Right. Anthony has totally bailed out the entire revolutionary movement on this fucking show. Mm -hmm. So, the 12 and a half of you that are still here, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, for those of you listening, it's now, instead of in Minecraft, it's in GTA. Okay. I don't know. I don't care what, if it's 5, 4, whatever, but he's right. Or in Red Dead Redemption. Can we do that? Because that's Rockstar. That's still Rockstar. No, yeah. Rockstar Games is very good in the Okay. The Not so much anymore, but Yeah. I want to hand them over to, <laughs> I want to hand them over to Arthur Morgan. That's what I want to do. So there there's that. Um excellent. We're helping them develop new content. <laughs> yes, we are. That's right. And then when Anthony gets credit for that, I, I haven't heard that one. So that, that was excellent in GTA, you know, in GTA. That's excellent. So before we close out, is there anything else that you would like to say, Anthony? Do you have any plugs to send people, check out your stuff or where you're at on uh, social media? Oh, uh, yeah, man. I had to recently restart. If y'all don't know, I was unknown Ancom back in the day. I uh, had 4,000 followers, recently got banned yesterday, had a big argument with status. And I was actually going to talk with you about that on the show. Um, on how violent these status are. I think I was should. in an argument. Yeah, I was in an argument yesterday. It was over something stupid. It was over gun rights, right? That's conservative saying black people shouldn't own weapons. Okay, so I put it in the comments. I was like, hold up. So you're not racist. You say you're the party of Lincoln, right? Which is bullshit. <laughs> Yet you are saying black people shouldn't own weapons. So he got me in this group chat that was like a group DM, I should say. There was three other people. So as time goes on, I pissed him off because he was wrong. He knew he was in the wrong. I, I kept putting facts and facts. So, you know, these conservatives go to, oh, facts over feelings. Well, his feelings really got to him. So he managed to spat out. I hope your mother gets shot when Trump goes back in office while the military roams the streets again. He said that. And once he said that, I blew up. And when I woke up, because this is right before I went to bed, so shut my phone off. I uh, forgot about it because who gives a fuck, right? They're just assholes, so I didn't care. I woke up with three ban notifications. I was like, oh, fuck, they all three reported me. Yet I didn't report them because I'm forgive and forget, right? Mm -hmm. I don't really care. He could have just been really pissed off. And I don't know what happened to this guy. He could have fucking totaled this car three hours ago. I don't know. So I don't report people. You could be having a bad day. Understandable. Sure. But he reported me. So I woke up three band notifications. I was like, oh, shit, man. Today's probably the day. A couple hours later, I get logged out of my account. And I got banned. And I'm not getting it back because I already had to appeal a ban. Oh. And two weeks prior. So I'm not getting my account back at all. Aww. Um, I, yeah, it sucks. Uh, but if you want to reach me, want to talk to me, I answer all DMs. Uh, it's anarchist.cowboy on Instagram. And that's it. That, that's all I got, uh, plug-wise. 
Okay. All right. Excellent. Um, before I close out, does anybody have anything else? Brian, I'm going to start with you. Do you have anything? Uh, no, I think covered pretty much everything I wanted to know and talk about. Excellent. Community interaction kind of stuff. So, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Cool, man. How about you, Christopher? What do you have to say? Anything else? Nope. I'm good. Oh, big reminder, everybody, a week from tomorrow, Christopher's band will be playing at an undisclosed location. If you're in the know, then you're going to fucking know where to go. But we're not going to tell you. It's like we're in Prohibition era. It's like a speakeasy. You got to have a password, and it's not dog either. Um, you get to ask, you'll never know. That's right. So uh, um, we're going to have an awesome uh, punk rock show a week from tomorrow. I'm super stoked to be mm-hmm. there. Can't wait to be there. Very excited. Uh, can't wait to be there with the group. It's going to be a tremendous night out. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Very excited on, uh, on for Chris and, and the guys in the band. Uh, boss, do you have anything else besides you're going to um, napalm in, in GTA, the, uh, the Homeowners Association? No, I don't have anything else, but I would uh, like to thank Anthony for coming on our show. And it was a pleasure speaking with you. Yeah, no worries. It was fun speaking with you as well. Yes, I completely agree. This was an excellent episode. I think we learned a lot. And we once again, for you fuckers that are listening, can tell now that there's a far there's far more common ground that we have with each other than we don't. And if you want to fight about economics and, you know, how people are going to behave at the farmer's market, that's your that's your goddamn business. But uh, those of us want to get on with it. And like Jeremiah said on the last show, some of you hate the left more than you hate the state. Mm -hmm. And that's fucking embarrassing. Okay, that's it's just embarrassing and and it's got to go. You know, we all have a common enemy and it doesn't have to be each other. And this is a great example of people just getting together and shooting the shit. And hell, we can all shoot guns together if we still had them, had we not lost them in a tragic boating accident on the mighty waves of Lake Erie Um, or down in Florida. The Gulf of Mexico has been known to consume. Yeah, I was at that oil fire putting it out with gallons of water. So see, I brought all my guns. I was shooting at the fire. I was trying to get it. And I was like. Damn, man, I can't get it. I start pulling gallons of water in. And they lost it. Yep. Fuck. See, guys, everybody across the spectrum has boating problems. Right. And with that. There's bodies of water everywhere. Yeah. And the sea is always angry and it loves to consume firearms. I'm not sure why. Um, I don't have anything else other than, of course. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Independence Day has come and gone, but. During these hot months, you need to declare independence from swamp crotch, swamp ass, the disgusting feeling that you have from being out working all day. Todd's Gay Soap right here. For those of you that follow on the Instagram, you've seen Todd the Gay and his Gay Soap operation, how it's all natural ingredients. It's great. I just got a a brand new haul. Angel got some soap, too. Mm -hmm. I've shared it with people at work. They can't, they can't believe how clean uh, they, it gets them. And, of course, Brian, when he went to his proctologist, proctologist said that he had the cleanest asshole in the history of him practicing medicine. It is tremendous soap. I highly recommend it. Support local business and don't be a homophobe. Get in there and get after it and get Todd's Gay Soap, also known as Akron Apothecary. It's a stupid name. He won't change it. He won't budge on it. That's why I'm not letting it go. It's Todd's Gay, Todd the Gay Soap. Gay Soap for everybody. All asses. Equal opportunity. Great smells. All natural. This blueberry flavor. We haven't used it yet. I keep throwing this up as an example. I keep forgetting I have it down here. End up using a more fruity one, but that's okay. At least I don't smell like swamp ass. So, Mm -hmm. with that being said, 
Uh, from all of us to all of you, thank you very much. I hope you were able to get something out of the show and at least learn something uh, from somebody who comes from a different uh, perspective and see what uh, things you have in common with uh, with these folk. They're not all bad people, just like our people aren't all bad people, but there's assholes everywhere and we just have to fucking weed them out. Mm-hmm. So, Anthony, once again, thank you very much for coming on to the show. We appreciate your time. Oh, no worries, man. I'm glad. Excellent. I'm glad to hear that. All right, guys, we'll be back very soon. We will talk to you uh, in about a week, all right? Bye. All right, bye, everybody.